1: With more than 88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500. Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, another week. (laughs) (laughs) I got a little rough (laughs) out the gate there coach what's going on um new week new us not really same us another episode of off guard
0: more this is more us than ever we're back we're back in person
1: back in person murals back (laughs) uh in case you missed it probably not uh but yeah what's up my guy how you doing the weather's great uh this is really nice to be home it's
0: crazy that you're leaving LA and coming to Orlando and saying that the weather's better (laughs) You must have had a pretty rough experience out there.
1: It was a little choppy out there. It was it was really wet, windy, cold. Uh and it didn't get chilly out there. Obviously, d- definitely at night. So when it's like rainy and stuff, it's just yeah. a little nasty. Um also was under the weather the whole time I was out there. Um, so I wasn't really that active, wasn't doing that much. It wasn't like a typical LA trip where you're like out and about mingling, having fun, this, this and that. I was really hotel to studio, studio to hotel. So um it was a uh, I'm gonna be
0: really happy to be home. In short, yeah. I so, feel like if anyone's never been to Winter Park, or Orlando, that's listening to this pod, we we rep it really well. We should be like the tour guy, like travel tour guy. To, we're I, we're the biggest fan. I I've given up on trying to describe Winter Park.
1: I've given up on trying to describe even like the greater areas of Orlando. Yeah, like people just don't get it. They're like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Florida." They're like, "Oh, where?" I'm like, "Orlando." Like, oh. I'm like, you have what do you? South Florida, Miami's? What you wanted to hear, man? Like, yes. there's just so much more. I'm like, let me guess. When you came here, you either went to a Disney or you stayed downtown. They're like, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. That like that'd be like me going to Los Angeles and going to stay in downtown Los Angeles. You'd probably think it's the nastiest city in the world. It's nothing but, it's bad down there. It's a lot yeah. of a lot of homeless. I think it get some improvements. A lot of crime. Yeah, sure. It's. I was just there. Yeah. They need a lot more improvements. Whatever they made, they got to double it. Triple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown LA is is not it, man. Right. At all, I was just down there. I don't judge LA by going downtown. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's what people do. Like so, every player like I know, like they are like, oh, I hate going to play in the Magic, man. We stay downtown, the Grand Bohemian. That hotel's nasty. I'm like, brother, that is not Also, Also, Orlando. when you're playing the
0: Magic, you might have just been to Miami and played the Heat. So then you came to Orlando and what? You're like out of it. You're out of it. But if, you, if, if you like
1: stay at the Ritz or if you stay at the Four Seasons Orlando or if you stay at any of the nicer spots, even if a team stayed at the Alphon, which they don't, but I'm sure now that they've actually just renovated it and added another more rooms, that probably could happen. You stay at the Alphon, and, like, these guys are walking around Park Ave on a weekend or any day during the week. They'd be like, yeah. whoa, 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 what is this? Like, and sure. then they start meandering back where I live in this part of town. They'd be like, "What? I didn't even know this existed in Orlando. Yeah. Or if they went out to Lake Nona or if they went out to certain parts of College Park or, like, uh, Windermere and all these all these great areas in, Orla- in, in Orlando – people would have familiarity and understand. That'd be like me going to LA and just going to downtown, like I said, right. instead of going to Venice or Santa Monica or West Hollywood or Beverly Hills or Bel-Air or Brentwood. Yeah. The list goes on, right? right? So- Speaking of
0: hometowns, this is typically the week when people go back to their hometown and for Thanksgiving and see their old friends and everything like that. You and me are both from here. We both live where our hometown is, but it wasn't always like that. You know, We'd have to visit Orlando during this week and it was always really exciting. Now we both live in Orlando, so not really getting that action you know that excitement you know because we're here all the time
1: yeah um it's nice though man i haven't been able to be home during this i haven't seen like this side of orlando in terms of the weather uh in 12 13 years i've always been on the road and the only time i'd really be in orlando is in the summertime when i get it in orlando florida in general but especially orlando because we're so central the heat can be uh it can be a lot but right now you know we're in november here it's it's unbelievable the weather is just sure. is about as perfect as it you can get 70 degrees clear skies
0: any big thanksgiving plans
1: not really uh last
0: year you guys did it really big we had with the photographer the, yeah, we the had, whole family we came had, in we had
1: the whole nine yards last year this year's gonna be a little bit more mellow yeah. uh family's kind of split half between florida half la yeah um i'm not gonna fly out five hours there and back to to go to dinner to have some ham it's to, have turkey. Some, to have some ham and turkey man <laughs> i already have to make that trip every other week yeah. for the espn stuff so it's just like it, it's not happening
0: what's your favorite thanksgiving food
1: i love some candy yams yeah i love some of my mama's yams and uh i love stuffing um i tend to like the stuff that like you're not gonna get anywhere else you know what i mean yeah like you're not gonna have candy yams. I don't even think this is a hot know.
0: take, but turkey. I just I don't I don't ever eat it. So why would I eat it's it on dry Thanksgiving? As shit. It tastes like diet chicken. It's, it, it's, it's is not it's, good. It's like chicken that's been in the sun for six hours. <laughs> yeah, it's just the blandest thing. And then everyone's like, "We had to put a lot of gravy on it." I'm like, "Then what are we doing?" That is, if you're, you, if you're you, smothering you, it with the gravy, you do, like, do have
1: to, you have to smother it. Sm- sure tur- turkey with gravy is really good. But then it's like anything you smother with gravy is hey, really absolutely.
0: good. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm not. I,
1: I, I, I could put gravy on gator feet and it'd be delicious. <laughs> gator feet. I don't know. My kids are at Gatorland today. I'm. You know what's sick? She show, shows me a picture of the menu. and They have fried gator tots there.
0: No, no. People eat gator all the time. Yeah, But it's
1: at Gatorland. Oh, yeah. That's something wrong It's, there. it's like wrong, yeah, That's right? Like, yeah. oh,
0: man. What are you guys doing here? Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no. As far as uh, Thanksgiving food goes, I'm going with like, I mean, classic macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. Sweet potatoes. Little pumpkin pie. Never hurt anybody. I'm anticipating on gaining some weight this week for sure. <laughs> You that? Yeah, what's going on? a little turbulence there, coach.
1: Turbulence is nuts. Uh, I'm just now. That's a good sign. When you're coughing, that means you're at the back end of the
0: court. Yeah, bro, but you're spitting it all on. It's leaving your body and coming straight to me. It's, those germs are courtside right now on my nose. My nose is courtside on a lot of different things.
1: Okay. we has been to worse places in this room. I can tell you I'm that. Eight,
0: I eight mile myself and make fun of my nose all the time. And you're going to do it in front of an audience? It's crazy. Papa Doc? <laughs> this is crazy. All right, man. Let's get into basketball. This has gone too long. I want to start off with the Milwaukee Bucks because a lot's been made about their rough start, but lately they've turned it they've turned it on. They've they had a I would call it kind of a breakthrough win against the Mavs yep. the other day. It was a shootout, man. It was Kyrie and Luka versus Damon and Giannis. And I think that's a that's a big win for them. And then you look up and you know the Bucks have a good record and yep. all of a sudden, you know, things aren't that bad. They're all gonna get better because they're gonna gel more and their two best players are gonna, you know, build that chemistry. So are you surprised at all that they've kind of turned it around?
1: No. I I've been saying on various sports networks that people are overreacting to like dame's early struggles and that you know this is a seven-time all nba guy and one of the hardest players i've ever had to guard throughout my career is damian lillard um i just have tremendous respect and confidence in his game and his abilities so it just is going to take time you got to understand this is the, this is the first time damian lillard has ever played second field to anybody his entire career he's been the first option in fact the only time in his professional career where he's ever been the second option was probably just his rookie year when Lamarcus was still in his prime yeah. and he was a rookie. Because even after his rookie year it became the Dame Show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's gonna take some time and adjustment of Dame learning how to get his stuff off while Giannis is on the floor and they'll continue to catch a rhythm. Um it, it's it's the media's job to overreact and create narratives and stories. I get it. But sometimes people can actually buy into it to where it forms into something that it shouldn't. So, yeah, you know, it's not surprising. Um,
0: I see both sides of it, though. Um, It's silly to overreact after the first couple weeks of the season. But, you know, when you have a job like us or other people in media, you have to talk about the first couple weeks. You know what I mean? And you have to, you can't, you know, that's what your job is. You you watch it and then you comment on it. So I understand both sides of it. You have to talk about it. Now, dropping him in the rankings and people are like, oh, he's not a top five point guard anymore and things like that. That's, it gets silly because then, you look up and Dame has 30 in the third quarter, and you're just like, it happens really fast with him, too. Yeah. They're nine and four right now. So Yeah, I was just looking at their record
1: right now. They're nine and four, same as the Mavs. Uh you know. Yeah, I I still see the Bucks finishing at the top of the East. Um they'll be a top three, four seed. Uh Boston.
0: Boston looks great.
1: They do look really good. Um, they were more plug and play, plug and fit than anybody else, because the the core of their team stayed the same. They were able to really upgrade. You know, you go from a Grant Williams, who's you know an okay player, solid player, to like a Prazingis who has a lot more talent, skill, and ability. Yeah. And then you got a guy like Marcus Smart, again, pretty good, solid, plays defense, plays hard, works hard. Yeah. You upgrade him to a, a Drew Holiday, you know what I mean? So they've only gotten better. Um, I do think they need a little bit more bench depth, same with Milwaukee but you know listen that's most of the top teams so listen you know their whole mindset is we might not have a great nine but our great seven is better than anybody's or our best six is better than anybody's and i get it you know what i mean so they'll roll with that for now um
0: well while we're on the subject it seems like we both agree that the best three teams in the east are the celtics sixers and bucks they the same as last year right so Miami now was i'm that asking team who the fourth is because Right now, Miami's looking good. They've had kind of a softer schedule, but they've been winning a lot of games. You have the Knicks who are coming along. Julius Randle picked it up after a slow start. I'm going to have to go ahead and throw the magic in there. Eight and five had a huge win against the Pacers the other day. Number one defense for more offense in the NBA. And then you could, you know, people like the Hawks and Cavs and things like that. But who do you have as the fourth best team in these? Uh, wow. Washington's two and 10. Yeah. It feels like it, right? Like, what do you it, mean? It
1: feels like they're two and thirty. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's actually two and ten. It's not as bad. Who as Who the I hell pop.
1: did they beat? <laughs> that's that's the bigger question. Who who let that team beat them? Uh, you know what, man? This is gonna sound crazy, but like, why isn't Cleveland like a like? Why aren't they the like third they? or fourth seed?
0: Yeah.
1: I want you to think about this, Evan Mobley? Who I think is a good player, but should be performing at a higher level. But he's talented, plays defense, a lot of sh- lot of length, a lot of shot blocking ability. Right. Pair with Jared Allen. It's they're long and athletic down low, great rim protection. Boom. Two players that you can do the pick and roll with who can finish and pass. Yeah. When I mean pass, I mean short roll pass, either finish or throw to the opposite side of the corner. That, that's that's about it. Um Mobley has a lot more ability, but yeah. Their two guard is Donovan Mitchell, arguably one of the best in the game. Yeah, And then you have Darius Garland as a point guard. You have Karis LeVert off the bench. And
0: I like, and Struess is a great person. And you, get, you got, got Max Struess, yeah. the Philadelphia
1: starting lineup who could shoot strong. Had a crazy dunk the other day. Yeah, he did. He's he nuts. P- punched on, buddy. Uh, like, they should not be seven and six. Right. And that, no one's really talking about
0: that. Well, is it, I think what you would have to look at is the Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell pairing is it an issue is it too small it's just
1: like what is what is going on yeah like bro cleveland should be a top three four seed in the east they should be a top three they have a better team than than, than the philly yeah if we're going to talk about from from five to one but do the pieces complement each other
0: that's the thing on paper yeah
1: on paper that looks like a nice like streus with garland garland with uh with mitchell yeah that looks like a complimentary team. Levert off the bench, great six-man score. Like, bro, they have a really, like, nice team, like, put together. Right. Ocaro's, like, athletic, comes off the bench. Like, they have pieces. You know what I mean? Like, that team, for me, is not somebody that should be seven and six, man. This is, like, the same issues last year. They, like... Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. And all that does for me is make... If you're a Cavaliers fan, is, like, make you worry, like, is Donovan Mitchell going to stay here long?
0: right that's obviously been a thing people you know he's been linked to you know, new york for a while
1: well the new york thing oh the wizards beat the hornets and the grizzlies
0: there
1: you go <laughs> there there it is um yeah i mean i don't i i have a lot of confidence in the in the, in the Cavs. maybe i am overestimating them
0: um but i i well there were four seed last year right the year before that, they were playing team. So it's going a certain way. But I, I, I get what you're saying with the talent, the names on that roster. I think you want more. Yeah, I, I would like them to be like a top seed in the East this year. Yeah. Again, it's
1: early, so they have time to, to, to turn right. around. But
0: the top of the East is historically good right now. When you got a Dame and Giannis, and you got Joel MVP, you got, you know, obviously the Celtics have one of the best starting lineups. I ever but seen. but I don't,
1: one. I don't say one and two. Boston's gone. Let's get Boston out of here. They're one. Yeah. All right, Milwaukee's going to end up being gone. The one and two. Right. Just off Philly having Joel Embiid, he's the MVP of the league, and then like the Maxi will probably be an all star. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're gone too. Let's put them one, two, three, boom. They should be right there behind Philly though. Yeah. Cleveland should be better than New York based off of personnel. Cleveland should be better than, and that should be their comp. And that's what it was last year, by the way. New York beat them.
0: Yeah. But that's where they are. Do you think that loss to New York and how. Just overwhelming it was do you think that's been lingering on and kind of pulled well, how many this that did go seven games did it no in five yeah they they, they got smacked yeah I, I mean do you think that's kind of going into the season is that is that
1: i don't know what's that happened. none of them played in usa or anything like that this year like they should be ready to go yeah like that, that that team should be ready to go man like i don't know what i i was like really excited about the cleveland cavaliers this year um and again i know it's early so i still think they could turn it on and have a really good season. They're seven and six. They could easily go on a four-game win streak, and now they're like at the top of the East. So I understand this is very, very early, but this is our job. With that being said, seven and six is so far, I just haven't really been impressed with their play because when I look on paper, Kobe did a great job putting this team together, for people yeah. who don't know, the uh, uh, president of basketball operations. He, he, he did a great job putting this together um i've actually you know it's crazy just a quick random story the first time i met kobe kobe was like re he wasn't a ball boy man he was like a manager but he was like usa basketball 19 and under me kyrie uh try to think who else you know on that team vander blue oh marquette Uh, legend yeah uh patrick young by the way lebrian
0: nash abdul gadi wow LeBron Nash, Oklahoma State, Abdul Gaudi, Washington.
1: Yeah. Uh, Quincy Miller. Of course. Yeah. So this was our team that we won. We won gold medal uh, for 18 and under uh, USA Basketball FIBA. And he was like the manager. He's like in charge of getting us in the bus and waking us up on time. And like kind of like, I don't want to call it the bitch work, but like it was a lot of that like stuff. And this guy really worked his way up to where now this guy is the president of the Cavs. It's really cool. You know what I mean? And he was like really cool back then too. He's like one of those guys that when you see do well, like you're happy for. Yeah. Um. And uh, now he's done a great job. He put a, bro, look what the team he put together, man. He's got Allen Mobley and Mobley was a guy that was like arguably rookie of the year. and was probably a favorite to win. We talked about this over Scotty Barnes. Look at Scotty Barnes right now, bro. Like fucking taking off. I need Mobley to do more, man. He has like Kevin so Gardner type shit with him. And he's like not tapping into it. I don't know if it's because he's playing with shoot first guards right? or like it's just not working, but like, Evan Mobley should be a 20 point per game, almost double double a night guy, and like top two or three in blocks.
0: Well, okay, listen. So he's playing with a backcourt that gets shots up, right? So I want to ask you, and I was going to, we were going to get to this later on, but we can bring it up now. Is it easier for a rookie to be Chet Holmgren on an already established good team, right? Or is it easier to be a Wemby where the team's not as good, not as talented, right? And they're struggling really bad, but you know, the offense is going through you a little bit. Well, because Mobley and Scotty Barnes are in different situations, man. Mobley is with a backcourt that they're—that's a scoring backcourt.
1: True, I'll give him that. Barnes is a different player too. He like gets the rebound, goes coast to coast and shit. He's like a big, yeah. you know. what I mean, well, Mobley has to pass it to somebody and hope to get it back. So to your point, yes, it probably is difficult. Yeah, the
0: team that seventy last year in a d- game. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Donovan's shooting that ball every time he gets it. Right. I do think Garland has to do a better job of mixing between scoring and passing. Yeah. He shoots a lot of tough shots.
0: So uh, talented, that We both like him a lot.
1: Oh, we're big fans of Garland's game. Yeah. He's got a lot of shiftiness with him. He's got a handle. He's got the ball in the string. He's he's super talented guard. Him and Mobley have to have a better rapport. Donovan can do his own thing. He's such a good scorer, and he scores so much on his own that, like, that's fine. Garland and Mobley have to have a better rapport. To where like they're getting each other off on the basketball court to where they're helping each other yeah not only get numbers man but like actually get productional positive impact numbers their numbers actually producing numbers is what i meant to say um is productional even a word productional yeah no yeah, I just threw that out there. That's nuts. No, it's, um, it's all good. One year at Duke, when you're a Duke, we we'll do, do that too. You do that
0: sometimes? It's very like Michael Scottish. <laughs> the way you like, oh, no, you I'll put throw, a word together. <laughs>
1: I'll put a word together and people in the room don't even know if it's real or not. They'll be like, Yeah. <laughs> they'll like whisper to themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but at least I catch it though. I'll
0: always catch you're it. Like, it. You're good at catching it. I said just or
1: two it. later, I'll be like, Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That's not
0: a word. You said one last week. I want to bring it up. You said one last week and I wanted to stop you and you said it twice. Normalcy. You said normacy. No, I said normacy. Yeah, it's yeah. normalcy. I know. I know. I, I, I thought, know I, <laughs> wanted, I wanted to correct you. So what's the rule here? Do I correct you in the middle of it? No, we don't do that. I'm just going to no, figure it, it out it. yourself. Let, I can give me, you that time.
1: Let, I usually do. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let, let me figure it out myself. Yeah. Um, I said it on ESPN the other day when I was on live TV. I said a word. And Malik, why well, in the middle? Malik goes. <laughs> Malika gave me one of those. I was yeah. like, that one. She's like, yeah, that I was like, gosh. Uh it's all good though. Uh listen. I would like them to help each other out so they could be a better pairing. They're like a one and four, pick and pop, pick and roll. They should have something going. Um, Listen, we talked about it before the year. We talked about Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns getting in the gym, having a better rapport. Look at them right now. They're like working together right now. They're both playing well. Even the other day, like Carl hits big shots. He hit the game winner. Like Ant was okay going to him because like Carl had the better game going. Ant is a decoy, like comes off the, like a fly screen and like everyone, you know, Carl pops right to the ball, goes right to the left,
0: little floater off the glass. Like, that's what you want to see, man. Are like, you ready for the Western Conference Finals to be the Thunder and the Timberwolves, the one and two seed right now in the West? That, that would be, I don't know what the NBA would, is ready for something like
1: here's, that. Here's my problem with this, and we're obviously going to talk about the Thunder in a second. It's hard for me to see any of the younger teams who are really good. Minnesota's doing great. OKC's, we, we, we were all excited. The whole world's excited about OKC, right? Yeah. It's hard for me to see them beating a Suns or a Nuggets in a seven-game series. I don't see it happening. They're just too disciplined, and they have too many. The Nuggets are too disciplined, not the Suns. <laughs> the Suns are not disciplined. But with, for the Suns lacking, like, discipline and...
0: You know, like, uh, KD ain't going to get nervous game seven with the game gonna happen. on the Yeah. Either is book. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. But the Thunder, it's... it's, it's
1: thunder. And because Brad don't have the pressure of having to be the one or two option... Yeah. If the motherfucker's on the court, which is, well, we got to get him on the court first. Yeah. Which he will be by that time, but end of the season. He'll be fine.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the luxury. He, people don't talk about this. The luxury Brad has right now is he does get to sit on the bench and they can get wins. This is the problem with DC and why they stunk the last couple of years is because like if Brad didn't play, they had no hope of winning the game. Right now, he can literally take his time, get his back right, get everything right. Cause you got Buck and KD out there just carrying the team. Yeah, then you
0: got yeah, Kevin Durant's back hurting from carrying the whole thing,
1: and that's his true. numbers are crazy. And the seventeen. It is. a nuts. lot. It's a lot. Him and Braun right now, they're using a lot. They're doing a lot. Too much. Uh, yeah. Too much. Yeah. Too much. But Steph
0: too. If oh, I mean, that, that's
1: that's even a, him and LeBron are even even a different level. At least KD has fucking booked next to him, like yeah. hand, handling it down. LeBron's got to hope AD comes to play one night, or if he does play the other, if he or if he does play at all, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, LeBron's what he's doing right now is silly fucking insane we'll get we'll get to him later for um sure. but anyways i don't see any of those teams beating a phoenix suns like bro if you're asking me like okc or healthy suns in a seven game series Brother, I I love OKC. I think they're talented as hell. I think this is the team of the
0: future. We all agree with this. Steve Kerr recently said, "Everyone knows they're coming. Oh, They're coming. They're not coming. No, no, they're here right now. they're not coming. We talked about this. Shea, their best player, is in his prime. Yeah, everyone else is talking about they're really young. Oh my god, it's exciting. Their best player, the best player by far, is
1: is is in his prime right now. Yeah, he missed. By the way, he could be in this prime for a long time, but he's He's got like a five year run of this type of basketball. How old is he? Twenty four. But I think
0: he's the way he plays, he could be doing this for a while. Yeah, he, he plays at his own pace.
1: Yeah, he does play at his own pace, but like it's just a difference between being 26 years old, man, and being 31, 32. Yeah. You're still in your prime at 31, 32. Don't get it twisted. He can still move and play at 31, 32. I mean, look what LeBron and AD and all these other guys are doing. I mean, KD, I'm sorry. Uh, Steph, et cetera, et cetera. He'll be fine. He'll be in his prime. It's just not the same. You go back and take 2015, 2016, Steph, and put, put him in right now, and people are like, it's like, there's a difference. You know what I mean? With that being said, I, them beating like Phoenix in a seven-game series, I'm, I'm putting my money on KD and that team. I just have to.
0: Yeah.
1: And th- I say this without Phoenix even proving themselves yet. Way, we've
0: seen this year after year. Remember when the Thunder were good with Kevin Durant uh, when they were the eight seed? They played the Lakers with Pau Gasol and Kobe, and everyone was really excited, and it went six, but you knew the Lakers were going to win. Right? It was a team of the future versus the Lakers. When they get to the playoffs? Things are just a little different, right? The Timberwolves a couple years ago against the Grizzlies. You kind of felt it. When the game got close, the Timberwolves had big leads in all of those games. They just The younger them. team started losing right so it's
1: it's in a seven game series it's tough for an older experienced team to lose four times out of seven yeah just youth usually shows its way in basketball or in any sport for that matter experience always usually wins usually um i do agree with you okc is not a team of the future they are a team of the future and they are a team now that team will be in the playoffs this year there's no doubt about it i think they i think that i think okc gets a chip on their shoulder about it like, bro, y'all keep talking about us right now, you know, five years. No, motherfucker, we ready right now. Right, Giddy's not a rookie anymore. This is, what, his third year? Like, these guys have played in the NBA multiple years, man. They're ready to go. Jalen Williams, he's coming back off a really good rookie campaign. Uh, Shay Alexander, their best player, is in his prime.
0: Let's talk about what he did to Steph. That play was nuts. And he, oh, no, he posted
1: is. about it, too. <laughs> the, the, the post was nutty. It, it was, was a, post it, a little too much. Like, for me, going? it was. It must be a little personal. For, for me, it was. Yeah. it was. It was a little much for me. Like, brother, how many times has Steph cooked your ass and he's never made one post with his little bars that he has attached to it? Uh, ha- Think about it, man. <laughs> what, if, what if Steph posted every time he cooked someone? The fucker would have 82 posts uh, per year of him just frying people, making people hey, you know I mean, like, you know how many yeah, times know. he makes people look silly? Of course. Do you know unfortunate clips I am a part of and that guy's <laughs> fucking uh, yeah. montage of crossovers and three-pointers? Like, bro, it happens. Like... You just play, and you. this is a new, this is a new day and age, though. We got to understand that.
0: Yeah, It's highlight culture. Talk about is, it in our first ever pod.
1: It's a highlight culture, and Shea's a younger guy, and these guys are younger, and Steph's an idol to all these dudes. Um, whether he would admit it or not, he grew up watching Steph play and be an MVP and blah, 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 right? Um, so, you know, that's probably a big deal for him. He goes and has 40 points in San Francisco. In the bay and gets the dub. You know what I mean? He makes a little post about it. I think it was a little too much, but I do think it was cool. I love it. it. it's good for us. It's good to talk about. And it's good for like the next time they play. I'm gonna be interested to see how Steph like comes out to play. Yeah. The problem is like Shea is so nasty, bro. Like he's still gonna give him business again. Like
0: Yeah, but if you know, if they run into the in the playoffs, like you said, that's the experienced team versus the young team. Listen,
1: the Warriors gotta that team is I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Clay Thompson I, I c-
1: seems like he's really struggling. Like it's- he is really struggling, man. Yeah. I was on ESPN the other day, and I did ESPN bet. So like, I had people mad at me, man. Like people in my DMs like cussing me out because you had to go around the room like, "Who's gonna win tonight? OKC or the Warriors?" I knew like, OKC was gonna win, but the whole panel said OKC. So I'm just trying to be different and trying to be funny. I was like, "I got the Warriors," and everybody started laughing. Like, why? Wow. Yeah. I was like, "No Steph, no Dre." This is the game Wiggs and Clay are going to get their fucking rhythm back. Wiggs did. Yeah. I was right half. I was half right. Wiggs came out and cooked. That's the... By the way, man, when you're like a player, like when you're not the one or two option and those guys aren't playing, that's like the game where you're like, I get to, I'm, I get to be a little aggressive tonight. Right. Not only do I get to, I have to for us to win. you
0: have seen a guy like Tobias Harris get to do that whenever Joel's out or something. Bro, someone, like I would do it when out. I yeah. played with
1: the Rockets, man. Yeah. That's why I had 40. Like, bro, that's all... No, 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 no uh, James. Yeah. No Russ. Somebody got to score. So You know what I mean? For us to win, those are the best games, man. Usually me and Eric Gordon would go crazy in those games. Eric would go for 30. I'd go for like 15 or 20. You know what I mean? This guy would go for 15, 20. Gerald Green had 15. Like, bro, that's how, those were the games we got up for. Because once the other guys came back, like, it's a lot of standing and moving and standing and moving. Again, like some games are fun. The ball would come to you, but some games weren't, man. Especially if it was like a primetime big game, you weren't going to see that ball a lot because those guys wanted to go off. Right. When I played with James and we played the Master Square Garden, I was running suicides. (laughs) That game, he had 60, man. We were all looking around like, yo, this is nuts, man. I know you're scoring a lot, but my God. Can I get the ball? We got people in the crowd too, bro. Like These are bright lights for all of us. Yeah, A little brighter for him, I guess. Uh, But yeah, it's like one of those things where I really wanted Clay, especially because
0: people have been shitting on him like, Clay's washed. The internet Clay's, is just ruthless, man. Plays out of it, bro. You, you go are, to that, you go to that, instead of following, go to that for you tab and it's just people roasting people. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's ruthless, Do you want me man. to know
1: what pissed me off the other day, man? I went to the Warriors page after that game. After the game versus Thunder. And mind you, you know, Clay had another bad game, right? He played, he played awful. Um, and he's really been struggling this year. Uh, and he actually usually does come out to slow starts and then he picks it up and starts to play a uh, pretty solid basketball, man. Like, I, well, will we ever get prime clay back? Probably not. But even last year at his best, he was a really damn good player. could shoot the shit and is a threat on the perimeter and a solid defender. Um, so, you know, that's what you want to hope he gets back to. He has the game he has versus the Thunder. I'm getting a shit ton of hate in the fucking inbox. Like, you motherfucker you told me to bet on clay as fucker was two for ten i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, and i i didn't even watch the game i'm hoping i checked that box score the following morning hoping this guy just went crazy for like 30 or 40 and i looked at that inbox that the, the fucking score sheet and i was like oh no man no way bro <laughs> the, the river's jinx is that what we're, bro, we're calling it, was, it don't do that
0: yeah, I yeah, just have jinxing Because players. the night
1: before, I had the Lakers beating the Kings, and fucking De'Aaron Fox goes in there and spazzes. Kevin Herter's just firing his shit from all over the place. They just yeah. came in there and got a dub. I'm 0-2 on the NBA bets right now. I don't know if I'm going to have you back or just do the opposite of everything you said. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could be, I could be a, an advantage for people. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I went on the Warriors page just to see. And the comments about Clay in there were so nasty and so mean I wanted, I was so close, bro, to commenting. Y'all gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) Y'all gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, how
0: dare you? Are they spoiled at this point? Spoiled? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Keep in mind, our producer Ben's on the call right now. I don't give a shit. (laughs) This is a spoiled fan. It's a joke, bro. (laughs) Y'all are really talking shit, talking
1: about he's, bro, he's washed. Get rid of him. He's a fucking bum. We need to trade Clay. Those days are over. Let's just face it, he's washed now. Like, bro, even if you felt a way about him, there's so many nicer ways and respectful ways you could go about it. Like, if you're an actual true Warriors fan, man, and I'm not saying true Warriors fans were doing that. I'm talking about the ones in the comments because clearly those aren't fucking Warriors fans. Those are guys who just fucking follow the Warriors and are fans now. A real Warriors fan is no way you're washing or talking shit about Clay like that. Yeah. Seriously, bro. I want you to think about it. What the fuck this guy's done for that franchise? The his- The historic run that those three have gone on Man, if you didn't like him or if you didn't like how he's playing, even if you're a Warriors fan, you could be like, "Man, I'm a huge fan of Clay. I love everything he's done for the city, but like, he's getting a little bit older now, and he's not really looking his best right now. I wonder if we can." Well, could that's ex- not a
0: fun comment to leave. But <laughs> it's not, not about being
1: fun. It's like, bro, like yeah, these dudes it's, it's, are human beings, bro. Like, know, if you don't th- th- if you don't think th- Clay looks at those comments like anybody else, man, people right. do, bro. We all do. We all do. Yeah. And if you the ones that say they don't, they're fucking lying. That's yeah. why anytime someone says something about him of any notoriety, they know about it. Yeah. Because they're looking.
0: It, it's crazy too because it blew my mind, bro. It actually gets me mad, bro. I was in the comments like, yeah. "Holy
1: shit, y'all talking shit about Clay?"
0: Yeah, and this guy had—I would say a couple of years ago—the highest approval rating in the NBA. Like everyone loved when he came back. It was Clay Day. Like the whole—I uh, like the whole world stopped. And it was his comeback. He's back. He, he dunked th- that dunked, first Remember play. dunked yeah. the first game? It was. I was like, man, this guy, everybody,
1: Bro, everybody was like, everyone, man, this is what a comeback. He's, he's, he's not his, his boat, love, boat. He has his dog. Everyone loved him. Uh, yeah. Everybody loved him. And then a couple years later, he's having a rough start to the season. Everybody's like, he's washed. Trade him. He sucks. I'm just like, bro, y'all gotta. Of all fans, though, of all. Yeah, y'all have been a little bit spoiled lately, bro. Y'all have had a dynasty for the past like how many years have y'all right. been good? They even the years, the last eight even titles. the years you didn't win, you still go to the playoffs. Yeah, your team's always in the playoffs. The only team that the only years you weren't is when like Steph and that whole team was hurt, so it was easy for y'all to accept that. Yeah, but every year that these guys have been on the floor,
0: Clay, Steph, and Dre have put that fucking team. On their goddamn back. And don't forget, a guy like Clay, too, that didn't have the ego when KD came, he got bumped down. He was the second best player when they won the finals in 2015. Second best player? He was fine being the third or fourth, and it was all good. Well, he was not third. Cool. There was no fourth, but he was always the third. Right. But if there was, if, you know, if he had an issue with it, it could have been a problem. It could have been drama. No, you know, he had he was, no
1: problem taking a backseat. And same Steph. Steph, Steph did too. Yeah. They all took a backseat. Well, I think KD. much is
0: made about that, though. People talk about it. I mean, yeah. he didn't win those finals MVPs and. Yeah. yeah. Well, Katie won, the, Ka,
1: Ka, Katie won the finals MVP. Right.
0: Steph, I'm saying Steph, Steph sacrificed. Yeah,
1: they, he did. Well, yeah, no listen, brother. Katie's the best player of that team. I love, I love
0: Steph. Yeah, but that isn't. Katie doesn't go there unless Steph signs off on it. After that no, no, no. no. That's loss, Steph's team. You know, That's guy. Steph's yeah. team.
1: That's Steph, Steph's team. No doubt. Steph has to sign off on everything there. Um, but like, bro, no Clay, no chips. Right. They don't have no bro for all the Warriors fans listening. Y'all got no motherfucking banners up there if if Clay ain't playing on that team. Period, bro. Period. It's nutty, bro. If y'all want him to, if y'all want to trade him, or if y'all are off him, or if y'all want to shit on him, there's a respectful way to do it. He's earned that. Yeah. If y'all want to be hard, be hard on like a Wiggins or something like that, and even then, he's put in the dirt in one. Well, him. they were hard
0: last year when he was out because of an illness.
1: Yeah, they were like. The way talking, they were treating him. Yeah, there. Trading him, treating about. Well, I don't know if that was him. That was some fucking idiot on TikTok who made up a rumor about his his situation at home, which was turned out to be completely BS. Yeah. Just some fucking bullshit ass TikToker. I just saw a TikToker the other day make this whole thing up about lebron taking steroids like bro like some of these people are fucking idiots bro and like tiktok it'll go viral because there are idiots out there listening to this stuff like oh lebron's cheating like bro you're a moron this case is old and already been done with like whatever but that shit with like clay in the comments bro no no that's a no-go for me no-go because then it's like what's the point man what's the point what's the What's the point of him giving back to the community? What's the point of him doing anything in the community? Like that's that, that's
0: what he gets? You want him to you want him to be a lifer for sure.
1: Yeah, you want him you want him to come back home cuz you know what's going to happen is Clay's going to come back to a game 20 years from now or 15 years from now and you guys are going to give him a fucking standing ovation.
0: Standing ovation is the
1: tribute video, we're getting the whole thing. He's got to have a tribute, he's got his jersey hung in there, his jersey is going to be retired. Absolutely. He's going to have a fucking uh, him and they might all get a statue together, like a little thing. <laughs> him and Him and Steph might get a statue together. It was the Splash Brothers, not the Splash Man.
0: Yeah. Splash Brothers, bro. Okay. And if Steph never, let's say, was around, Clay Thompson would be talking about him as the best shooter of all time. And, exactly.
1: And yeah. and and one of them, he, he's probably two or three, whatever. The fact that we're having this conversation is the point, right? Right. And uh, it makes it makes me wonder, like, are y'all going to do this with Steph when he eventually no, gets armed? No, no,
0: not. I can't imagine that'll never happen. But so
1: why the fuck are you doing it with him? That's a good point, but it
0: just could never happen
1: exactly it's because you know why because it's like there's a there's a there's a sense of it's just wrong it's just like
0: literally wrong
1: bro it's wrong man it'd be like Dwayne Wade not having good games with the Heat and the Heat fans talking shit about him it'll never happen it, it just you can't happen can't happen yeah yeah that was bullshit I went in that that I went in that damn inbox I went in that comment section I was fucking two seconds away I had a whole thing written out and I deleted it because I was like you know what I'm not Clay. I'm not related to this motherfucker. Hey, yeah. ain't my problem.
0: And Warriors fans are passionate. They might have jumped on you.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know, I don't give a shit. I, I deleted it. I don't want any issues with them. I guess I do give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. A little bit. We just talked about yeah, it for yeah, the last yeah, right. 10 minutes. Uh, I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't want the issues. But now that we're talking about it, and I say Warriors fans, I'm not talking about the Warriors fans. I'm not talking about the ride or die. I'm not talking about the people. I don't think E40's in there fucking talking shit about them. I don't think the lifers who go to the game and support and have Clay's jersey and actually support him through the good or the bad. I don't think they're in the comments. I'm talking about the spoiled ass fans who like just got on their wave when they started winning these championships and now expect them to be championship teams every single year. And the second they're fucking mortal or normal, going through slumps or streaks here we go again clay sucks again he's going through one of his shooting slumps we need to trade his ass those are the fans i'm talking about fuck you garbage bro holy shit after everything he's done that's it that's my rant for today that blew my mind i was expecting to see other things i saw that it wasn't just one is comment 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 I'm like, whoa, whoa, I whoa, whoa, think next time whoa, you see whoa. something you
0: don't like, you, you go into those comments.
1: Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is nutty, bro. Y- y'all shouldn't be doing this with man. Right. Not, th- not this guy. Come on now. He's earned that. From At least he's earned that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Or if you're going to say, you trade him, say it respectfully. I'm not saying you got to kiss his ass and be like, oh, hell, Clay. The respectful we- way is to say, okay, well, who are we signing next year? And we're going to make moves. Hey, we, it's hey, not hey, We got to make moves, man. You know, yeah. I love Clay. He's just not himself right now. We got to at least explore other options. Hey, listen, you're saying it clear as day. Like I, you know, you might want to trade clay this and that, but at least you're being respectful about it. You saying that like the bullshit about him is like, bro, come on, man. Fuck out of here.
0: I don't like that. Staying in that area of the country, and we talked about them earlier, the kings, they're starting to pick it up a little bit. I don't think Sabonis gets the the respect. I mean, it's because the best players in the NBA are centers, so he gets just knocked down immediately, you know, with Jokic and Embiid, and, and he's not the but best So team. Sabonis, yeah, Sabonis is right there. Uh, last night he had 30, 32, 13, and 6. He was 13 for 15 from the field. I mean, these he's, are crazy numbers. He's, he's really good, man. Yeah.
1: First off, he's a bull in a china shop. That guy is in there just, people are barreling off of him. Yeah. And he's undersized doing this, but he's strong as hell. Um, he's got great touch around the rim. And again, to my point, he has a great rapport with the best player in the team. Yeah. And it's vital for a big. It's why Jokic is so fucking good. It's why Embiid is so great right now. They're great without him. I'm just saying. It helps when you got a Jamal Murray next to you and you've got a good chemistry with him. It helps when you got uh, a Tyrese Maxey flourishing in front of your eyes and you've got a good rapport with him. It helps when you got De'Aaron Fox and he's the best player and you're really good and you guys are all-star tandem and you guys are both helping each other be great. That's what I told Ant and Carl have to be. That's what a Garland and fucking Evan Mobley have to try to be. This is what like you
0: have to do. These guys have not figured out. Those guys mm-hmm. need to watch them. Yeah. They- I just I feel like Sabonis just doesn't even get talked about. And the fact that his father was one of the best players in the world at one point in time, and he's this good. I don't what even do think mean? people talk about Arvita Sabonis was one of the best players in the world at one point. What do you mean world? In the late 1980s, Arvita Sabonis was one of the best players in the world. He just wasn't playing in America. It was known that he was. And I'm just saying, he, him and his, and his. Son I know who his, his dad is, right? And his trailblazer legend. Trust me, I know all about it. Once him. he got to the NBA, he was already 32. You know what I'm saying, he was, he was oh, injured, he was done. so you're saying in his prime? In his prime. I didn't back know he in the came to league at 32. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, he was really, really good, and no one. T- I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough that his son is this good. You know what I mean? Yeah, NBA yeah, player. Yeah. His um, dad, and-
1: his dad is was a lot larger though, too, right? It's like I remember him being like seven foot or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a big guy. He's huge. Sure, but I mean,
1: I remember the wristbands and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he was a, he became a great passer, you know. Yeah, when he got yeah, older. Yeah, and then you know, obviously his son is a good passer too. It's just I think it's they don't talk about that father son you know combination. Like, they know that that they is loved.
1: one of the more father son combos that aren't talked about enough. Right,
0: I just think it should be talked about more. And the Kings. Uh, we talk about lineups that make a lot of sense. We talk about you know the you know Timberwolves make a lot of sense. Obviously the Nuggets, Celtics. I like the Kings lineup a lot with Fox and Herder and Keegan Murray who could shoot and spread the floor and Sabonis. They're a really well put together team with Malik Monk coming off the bench scoring. I just feel like they're a team that we say this about every Western Conference team, but uh, it would be tough to see them in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they um you know they 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 got shooting. They're they're very dependent upon if that three ball is falling. Yeah. When it's falling, they could beat anybody. When it's not. You know, they, they, they're they very beatable. But with De'Aaron and Sabonis playing like they are right now, my God. De- De'Aaron Fox is a top five guard in the NBA. Point guard or guard? You know what's crazy? We had this conversation the other day. Is he a top 10 player in the NBA? And my first, my first thought was,
0: no. Yeah, you can't.
1: Name 10 better than him.
0: I, I can't do that right now in order, but I just don't think he'd be like, okay, Bro, uh, we had this I'll, conversation. We'll it, was, a, it was tough to so do. So let's talk about it who's was, ahead of him. Let's talk about who's ahead of him. In his position or something, a backcourt player. Shay and, and, Shane and, and I'm Anthony thinking, Edwards and, are... And I'm
1: thinking about I'm thinking about this from the aspect of a GM. And I'm talking about from here and going forward, Okay talking about everything it's not i hate when people like don't we're talking about if we had one game to win that's not a fake that's a, right Let's be real here we're talking about this for the rest of this season and here on out so do you like and you like shea and Ant over him right uh
0: yes that's two all right you like steph curry over him these are just guards we're naming
1: yes i
0: oh, Lee. i have to say it. just do, do 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 and
1: you're gonna say luca i just named four yes, guards ahead of him yes that's fine you still got six more.
0: Once it's gonna to get tough. No, no, you're saying top ten player in the either. We have, we have named the That's other. That's fine. Positions. No, well, there's only two other positions.
1: You're gonna what? Joel and uh, Jokic. Done. Tatum.
0: Seven. How many players have we named so far? Seven. Okay. Now let's get with it. With uh, I like, I like LeBron. I think LeBron's killing. Look at his numbers. LeBron Man. is hooping every night.
1: He is hooping, but you wouldn't take him over. Darren De- Fox played the other night. He was the best player on the floor. Did you watch that game? He was yes. absolutely, first play of the game, he got did a Euro step and one. Just nutty <laughs> shit, bro. He dominated the entire game and then like sat out. The-, the Lakers came back and they had to put him back in. He had complete control over that game.
0: No. And I know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't say Giannis. Jeez. Eight. All right. Do you like Dame?
1: Over Darren Fox right now, long term? You can make that argument. That's a, We'll put that as a possible. We're still at eight, though. Let's
0: go to the Clippers. Paul George, Kawhi. Nope, nope, Either, nope, no, 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 Nothing. no, them. Kevin
1: Durant, yes. Devin Booker, yes. De- no, Devin's nine. Devin's nine. KD. KD we'll put, is killing right now. and doing it officially. He's putting up, we'll put him as a possible. Just no. put him as a possible, just so we'll for now. KD or so you, would take, you would take Kevin Durant over, over,
0: over. Darren Fox for what? The rest of the season? I
1: just told you for the rest of the season and on. This, if you're a GM are you oh, taking you're these, you're talking about like a redraft. That, yes, that's
0: completely. I didn't know you're talking about for well, the rest of the career. That's the
1: real. They I meant this season. Man, listen, I'm talking about, brother. If you if you are a GM in the real world, I hate these scenarios where they're like you had one <laughs> game or one season to roll with. What kind of sh- shit is that?
0: Okay, so in a serious question, the rest of their career, taking him or Wemby, rest of their career. That's tough. Admit it. That's tough, man. You're going Wemby. Yeah. Okay. It's Wimby. Yeah. But then if you do this, what I do? I do that. I do that a lot with some of these young guys. If we're doing redrafts, man. Listen, I like what you're doing. Listen, Darren Fox and Sabonis. The Kings don't get enough respect.
1: The point is, we're struggling right now. We're at we're at nine, and the only possibles we have are Dame, because I just counted Kevin. So I'll Donovan give you Mitchell. That. No. This season? No. None of them. Donovan Mitchell's nasty. I'm I'm, t- I'm not taking him above Darren Fox. Okay. Brother, I'm telling you, we did this. I went to the whole list the other day. We went team for team. He's right there. There's not a lot of guards that I'm taking ahead of De'Aaron Fox. No. He's he's nasty, bro. He's <laughs> really good. Both ends, too.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy that you had these- And
1: he's one of the best fourth quarter and one of the best closers in the game. Oh, he yeah, had the
0: clutch. He's a reigning clutch player of the year. Yeah, he yeah. is
1: with two or three minutes left in the game, man. Like hit ball in his hands, you got a good chance to win the game. Like, that's what you want, bro. Like, there's just no. No, know, I
0: really liked him the the a lot more when I saw him when he lost when he was at Kentucky and they lost UNC in the tournament and how emotional and sad he was when they lost. I'm like, dude, this guy's one and done. Normally, people are like, I'm out of here. They pack their bags. They're like, I'm, I'm getting out of here. You know, he wanted he to win. He was really upset. Yeah, and I, you just kind of knew what you were getting out of that. Think
1: about it. He's so good that they chose him over Halliburton, knowing Halliburton's going to be a top tier point guard, and Halliburton's up there too. But I'm still oh, taking yeah, the Hall- Aaron Fox. Yeah, it's- if, if the Kings played the Pacers in a, in a playoff series and those two are going head to head, I'm going Fox. All
0: day, seven days of the week. It's tough, man. Halliburton, I talked about it the last part. I know, but did you see what happened when he played against my Magic? Yeah, he was. was... Locked up. The Magic were up by 40. Yeah, it was nasty. I can't tell if the Magic are just real that. Their defense is that good? or the I I just think De'Aaron is
1: so much harder to guard. Halliburton don't have the bop. He's a system player, speed player.
0: He he is the system, in the words of James Harden. No, yeah, he is the system.
1: (laughs) But he's a, you know, pace player. Very, like, Lonzo Ball-like, but, you know, a little bit better. Whereas, like, Darren Fox has stuff that, like, you just can't teach. The speed and athletic ability are something that is just like, there's just, he has stuff that Halliburton just doesn't have. Halliburton is not hitting people with a two piece crossover, hezy in the lane and then rising on a center and punching it on his head. Yeah. There's just things he can do that Halliburton can't do. Right. He's just that good. I, I mean, I think Darren Fox is, like I said, bro, he's up there. He's almost top 10. Or if he's not, he's 11, 12, 13. He's right there. The only like for sure guys that you're putting ahead of him right now, say we do do the one season thing. It's like what? Tatum, Luca, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Book,
0: Shay and Andy, Shay, you Say,
1: and KD Broad,
0: Steph. So I think we could comfortably say he's a top 20 guy. We could say I said top, comfortably.
1: Yeah, I, I, I comfortably top 20, easily. Easily top top twenty. And I, it's I'm all NBA player lots. I'm putting so him sense. I'm putting him top fifteen for me. Okay. He's a top 15 Now, here's guy. the
0: question for you. De'Aaron Fox or John ja Morant?
1: De'Aaron Fox. I don't have to. The...
0: Are you one of those guys that forgot about what John ja Morant no, was doing? No, man.
1: Trust me. John ja, ja Morant is talented. Watch what the Memphis does when that guy gets back.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, they're not, they, they're, they haven't dug themselves too much of a hole.
1: They've dug themselves quite a hole, but... They haven't won a home game yet. They are 2-11 or 2-9 or whatever they are. It's so early, though, that they could win, like, five out of their next eight and be... Yeah. Middle of the pack. Yeah. They can go on. Around, problem is obviously. the West
0: is tough. <laughs> the West is tough again. Yeah. There's teams like the Pelicans that we have having to talk about. And yeah. Uh let's take a break. It's time to talk about LeBron. We do it every pod, but he keeps putting up crazy numbers. Last night he had thirty seven, eight, and six. He was fourteen from nineteen from the field. He had a game winning free throw and he played forty minutes. He's about to be thirty-nine years old. Yeah he's in year twenty one. We both know this isn't sustainable. But last night, AD also played really well. We keep
1: saying this is not sustainable, and he just, he keeps, just, keeps, he, doing he just keeps doing it.
0: Yeah. I want to bring up something. The first time LeBron James ever had 37, he had 37 last night, the first time he ever had 37 points in an NBA game, it was December of 2003. In that game, Vin Baker had 16 points. He was in the NBA. Jesus. Number one song in the, <laughs> in the United States of America was Hey Ya by OutKast. Talked about a ton. Now, now Andre 3000 is playing the flute. <laughs> what the hell was that?
1: Bro, I'm like, and I love Andre, bro. You're, you're a legend, man. I, I saw that he's releasing this album. I jumped up from my seat. I clicked the link and it's... He's like, I'm learning how to play this new instrument. I'm like, yo, Stray, what the fuck, bro? Please,
0: what do I got to do to get you back in the stew? He did an interview where he said he just doesn't. He feels like he's too old. He's done nothing to talk about. Oh my god! He said, "You, you, you want to hear it when you talk about getting a colonoscopy?" I was like, <laughs> "That's what he said." Yeah, he's like, "What do, like, what do you want to talk about?" That's what he said. Bro, you talk about life. Yeah. Educate talk us. Talk about your experiences. Edu, educate yeah. us on like
1: what we need to look forward to in, in, as as we age. There's so much for you to talk about. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that he said that.
0: All right, I'm gonna keep going. The, number one, the TV show Friends was still on the air when LeBron first scored 37. Rest in peace. Yeah, Matthew Perry. And you were 11 years old. So when you were 11 years old, LeBron was scoring 37 in the NBA. Unbelievable. And he scores. He's still scoring 37 points. No, in the NBA. Yeah,
1: that's that's. Well, you just putting it like that, he might have to just be. The I, had, guy. I
0: know I had to bring you into it a little bit and make you really see the full scope of what he's
1: doing. Is crazy. Yeah, it is. When you put me, when you when you throw me in there, I can understand it better. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah. You're like, I don't get it. And I tell you, like, you were 11.
1: Well, just him scoring 30-something points when I'm 11 years old and him scoring 30-something points, and I've already had my NBA career, my high school career, (laughs) my college career. And I don't want to say I've had my NBA career because hopefully i sign soon. But regardless of which, I'm on the back end of it, and this guy (laughs) is having 30-something now. Right, He's the greatest player of all time.
0: Yeah, it's getting hard to argue. And you know what? You used to put on that TV in the morning and people would talk so much trash about The greatest prime of his all time was
1: Michael. The greatest NBA player of all time is LeBron James. The greatest prime of all time in terms of just pure dominance. And I say dominance because when people say that, people are going to go to Shaq or Chamberlain. I'm talking about culturally. I'm talking about playing in an era where there's actually real basketball. I'm talking about all the stuff included. It's MJ. I'm not but gonna you argu- could make an gonna argument gonna, for, for LeBron. He went to the finals like nine times straight. I mean, but Michael was
0: six for six, brother. And back to back to back to back, back, to, back to back to back. Ar- I'm not going to argue yeah. with you on that. Okay, it's, that's how I'll they're put one it. and two. And then if you're arguing, if your guy's not one and we're putting you out at two, it's weird argument. Like it's yeah, who gives Who gives a shit, fun. man? One
1: or two? They're yeah. both goats. Like if we got it, that's why I said that, we said that on the pod. If we're arguing if he's better than Michael, you've already been goaded. Yeah. I would say this to LeBron if I ever went to dinner with him or hung out with him on a basis where we're actually talking. And we got that conversation brought up. I'd be mean, brother, the fact that we're arguing that you're the greatest player to ever touch this ball, man, that all of us have played. Every kid in the playground, everybody in the world's picked up a basketball. You're the, they're arguing whether you're the greatest at it ever. And the other guy that's in the conversation is fucking Mike. Yeah, You've already won. And yeah. the fact that you were the guy that was supposed to be this and you had the pressure of trying to be this. Right. And they compared you to this guy out of high school and you did it is even more of a fucking impressive stat. Like, my God.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus, bro. You put that shit yeah. in perspective, man. Like- and you know what perspective we're not even talking about is the fact that during LeBron's career, the NBA changed so much. And yeah. I understand it changed a bit in 1984 to whenever Michael, you know, Michael Jordan retired the second time in 1998. The NBA has changed. And it didn't change in his favor. It changed to three point shooting. No, it, didn't. it, was it shoot forty ch- threes a game now. Yeah.
1: And they used to not, man. It changed really it changed completely against his favor. And he was and able a to
0: still was doing is yeah, still doing He's he, been able to age perfectly. Yeah. That's crazy. That game completely went away from what You know, the game went away from what like and he's approved as a jump shooter. Shooting right. 40 from three right that's now. That's what I'm saying. The, the NBA was like, you know what? We're gonna do something completely different than what you got going on. And he said, I'm still gonna be yep. you know, about to be 39 years old, scoring 37 in a game. It's just yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's the best player of all time. Best prime is a different story. And that is you could argue it all day. You could talk about I mean you've told me before that you thought Kobe no I was those mid two thousand. No, I mid-2000s. said if I could take
1: one complete player in terms of skill level and just pure nastiness, yeah. I'm going Kobe like oh anyway from anywhere you, you, from like you, 05 to 08. Like that that time period when he was like going through a lot of that stuff and this, this, yeah. and that like he was just brother was like trapped in a corner pivoting, shooting left-hand Lefty threes, threes. Yeah. like scoring 60, not playing the fourth 80, had a 12 12 games in a row with 40 or more, like his scoring ability, and just how nasty he was. If I could have any offensive package, it, w- it would be Kobe's during yeah. that time. That's more so what I was saying.
0: And as, as, as uh, we get older, we really learn to appreciate Kobe's mentality because people don't really have it Bro, like that anymore. That's, got, that's, we, what, that's what like Anthony Edwards, who we, seems we, like he has the new generation kind of Kobe we talked, mentality. We talked about this the other night,
1: my friend. Co- yeah. Kobe's death, it felt like you lost a family member. Yeah, He was so, it was bigger than basketball. It wasn't just about him being a great basketball player. It was about him being a great competitor. Like just just his everything he did, man. Like yeah. that guy just had some type of way about him. That like when you when he when he passed, it made everyone so scared of how mortal they were. Cause Look. you're like, Well, if Kobe died, yeah, then any of us could go. Like when yeah. when the when the when the helicopter crashed, I was like, Well, well Kobe survived. Kobe got out somehow. Yeah. It, it like it wasn't real, man. Because like he's not real. So like when he when he went down, you you get like a it's like a, you got like shivers down your spine, man. Like yeah. it, it felt for,
0: scary, bro. For me, it was, um, he's the first player. I was born in 1986. He's the first player. I remember going through it. Like, okay, we saw his whole career. Like we saw him get drafted. Yeah. You know, you know, we, I didn't see, you know, Michael Jordan was drafted before I was born. You know what yeah, I mean? Same, Stuff same. like that. So he's the first player where he, I saw the whole career. And we saw him at such a young age, right? Like he got to the NBA when he was 17. So you see him, you you grow up with him. You know what I mean? And you see him airball shots against Utah. You see him get his first title, grow the fro out. You know what I mean? Get everything he wants. You see him go through adversity. You see him win again. You know more championships. You see the whole thing, epitome of class when he, you know, when he was getting older and the way he retired and you know, he, really, he was giving back he, to the women's game and everything he was doing. He really just, morphed. I I just watched yeah. it all from going yeah. from he was in rap songs and taking Brandy to the prom and doing all these things, and we watched him become an adult. And it's like you just watched almost like the full trajectory of like life. And yeah. then when when that was done, it did feel like you lost someone you knew. Because you're just like, yeah. why? Yeah. How? For what? Yeah.
1: For what? Like, how does this mistake happen? Not him. Right. Like, not him. He was like the greatest of like a human being. And right. I say that because we all have flaws. We all make mistakes. You know what I mean? And like, Kobe was, like you said, he was far from perfect. He had trials and tribulations that he had to go through, literally. Yeah. And this guy went through, they actually performed his ass off during that stuff. I don't know how this guy was going to trial in Denver and then flying somewhere and scoring 40, by the way. Yeah. Or not trial, but um, court, court, whatever, before they settled or whatever the fuck happened. That guy, his scope as a human being from where he started to where he finished, we all got to watch it. You're absolutely right, especially our age, because we didn't miss Michael and when it just when it happened it just still to this day man like if you actually like sit by yourself and think about it you'll get scared and you'll get sad because like he was just more than a basketball player i don't there's only a couple guys that could do that by the way there's a lot of great nba players and hall of famers that if they pass it'll be sad because a human being and someone who achieved such great things passed away it's sad kobe felt like a fucking family member almost passed away i'm not even kidding it felt like that bro like When he said I cried, there's video footage, unfortunately, of of like us playing the Nuggets because we found out 10 minutes, 20 minutes before the game. I'll never forget this, man. I come from playing my pregame shoot and I come in the locker room and I've never seen James cry at James Harden for people who don't know what I'm talking about. I'm with Houston at the time and James is bawling in tears. And James is like such a funny guy. You know how he is. But he's very sarcastic. This, this It's like seeing him emotional like that. I was just like, whoa, I thought something was going on personally. So I kind of just got, you know, nervous for him. I'm like, oh, shit, what the yeah. fuck happened with James? So I walk to go like find anybody, Rusty or anybody, because Lockham's like dead quiet. Tyson Chandler's bawling in tears. I'm like, okay. Then I look in the coach's room. Mike D'Antoni has his fucking hands in his lap. At this point, my heart drops. Something bad has happened. You know, you get that feeling. Of course. You get that something's wrong. And it's not good. Because I'm seeing three grown men I've never seen cry cry. I almost started getting emotional. And I did not even know what happened yet, bro. I'm like, yo, what happened? And I'm like, what happened? And someone like goes like this and grabs me. And he goes, Kobe just died. And I like, was like, what? And bro, we're like running out. We had to get changed because the game, the NBA's like kept going on with the games that night. And we all are walking out there. We had no shadow winning that game. Not either today No one knew who was going to win. This is whatever happened, whoever made shots that night won. No one wanted to play. I was in warmups, fucking tears going down my eyes, man. I was like, how the fuck did that guy die? You know what I mean? Like and you know all that stuff that happened with the whole like accusations of him and the woman was in Denver. We're in Denver. Everyone in the crowd was dead silent when they talked about this. And people in the crowd were crying and cheering. For his, when I mean cheering, I don't mean like cheering against his death. When they brought his face up, people were just clapping and praying because like he had that way about him that like you didn't even have to be a basketball fan. Yeah. You didn't yeah. have to be a basketball fan to feel that. Um, so yeah, I know that's random. I know we just went on a rant about it, but we just started talking about him. I can't help sometimes get emotional about it because he's just, we miss him. We do. And he wasn't even playing anymore. We, I felt like we were getting the best of Kobe now. That's what also hurt. Like, right. what he was doing with his daughter, Gigi, God rest her soul, like, just, like, everything he had going on, like, this man that he was morphing into, and, like, he was, I think he was trying to find out what he wanted to do after basketball, because yeah. he wasn't involved with the Lakers, he didn't want to do that, I'm sure he had plenty of front office jobs he could have picked, or this, this, or that, I know he made a boatload of money and could do whatever he wanted, but, like, he didn't know what his purpose was, and you could see he started to find it, being a girls coach, man, and, like, embracing girls basketball, he's really glowing up the WNBA.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, it's just, it's one of those its a, one of those tragedies that happens in our time that like people will always remember. Just, it, it, it still doesn't sit right. It just, it's not right. It was a fault in the stars in my yeah. type of thing. So uh, God rest his souls, rest in peace being we miss you. Um, no, that's a little random to go. It on is that random. Rant, it's yeah. honestly,
0: I, if you haven't seen it yet, watch Kobe Bryant Muse. Um, I don't know, I think it's on Showtime, uh, the documentary he did. It's, he's just, he was different. Like yeah. People were, when you get those interviews with him, he's a different person. It's just he's one of a kind. So, by the way, when that happened, um, I was with Chandler Parsons, and we were going on Canaan, going from Malibu. I lived in Malibu at the time, going from Malibu to the Valley, not far from where the tragedy took place. Oh wow! And Chandler got a call from James Dunleavy, his agent, and James told him what happened. Chandler pulled over on, on the highway, on right off like Canaan, and he was just like shocked, like couldn't move. And you know, Chandler's like a playful guy too. Yeah. Like, talked about like James. She broke down. We didn't know what to whatever we were on the way to go do. We didn't do it, and it was crazy. You didn't
1: want to do shit, man. Yeah, it was crazy. You didn't want to go nowhere. I didn't want to go to a restaurant. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to cuddle. I it didn't. didn't want to, it just didn't. It still doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real, bro. Yeah. Like when you when you when I see like highlights of him, I'm like, yo, how is this man not here? Yeah. And it's the way it happened. He didn't get sick. He didn't do anything. This guy was a fucking
0: giant, bro. Yeah. Like epitome me of hell. I think LeBron had just passed him in points and he was courtside for, him. for had it. And people saw like, him a couple days before. Yeah, and- like, bro,
1: he's the man, bro. Like yeah. he's just he's doing all the right stuff. He went there to support LeBron, like dressed in the suit, the way he dressed. this guy is just like the man, bro. Like he he was just, and I say this all the time. There's like three guys that have an impact on culture like that, basketball-wise. It's Kobe, Michael Braun. And Kobe has something. I don't know what it is about him. There was a level of crazy to him that we all admired because we knew we weren't like that. And we could never go there. His 4 a.m., how nutty he was, how competitive. Like, we're all competitive. But he had a switch that no one else had. And we admired it, even if it was to his detriment.
0: Even in the last dance when Michael Jordan's going to play him in the uh, All-Star game, it was Kobe Bryant's All-Star game, first one. Uh, 1998 and Michael, they're talking about him in the to he ain't pass. He ain't Yeah, yeah, like oh the, the Laker boy. Cause, like, cause they, that, they, they, just like they're like talking about this, this, second uh, year player. Yeah, yeah second yeah, year he player. He ain't gonna pass. Because that's and also games, like, why are they talking about? Because that motherfucker was offense? coming at him. <laughs> and we all knew he was gonna come at
1: him. <laughs> yeah. And Kobe went right at him. He shot yeah. the ball every time he got it. He put that shit up. That's why when you crush up a piece of paper and you throw it in a trash can, you yell Kobe. You don't yell Michael. You don't yell LeBron. You yell fucking Kobe because that man went for it. And there's like a level of him just going for it. He has that quote, the Babe Ruth quote. He always used to quote, swing big, miss big. He was the epitome of that. And like as a person who calculates every fucking move, I'm too calculated, man. We all are. He just had this level of not second guessing himself that you just had to fucking admire. And he had the work ethic and craziness to go along with it. And when you watch that Redeem documentary, you really get it. These guys were going out to party, coming back from the fucking club, all of them. Dwayne, LeBron, all these fucking hoopers. This guy's in the lobby with sweats on, getting ready to go. And you know he purposely stayed and waited for these guys just to come home so they could see him. And guess what those guys did the next day? They got their ass up and was in the gym too. Yeah. Because they're like, man, this guy's really crazy. Like Mello was like, yo, this guy's fucking crazy. And like that's the type of shit like you just don't see anymore. No one does it. And I and it's not even that you, you didn't see it before. Him and Michael, the only guys that are that crazy. And Kobe was
0: even crazier. Uh, yeah, man, nuts. All right, I think that's a good place to stop for this week's pod. We're not doing one because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, we're not doing our second one this week. Yep. I kind of wanted to end it on a on a let's get let's get a. Little, oh, we've already sorry, it's already been a deep pod, but I wanted to ask you what it Has you're been a deep for. Let's give you the opportunity to say what you're thankful for.
1: Um, I'm thankful for good health and my family being healthy. Um, one thing I've realized is I you know, I've been going through like some health stuff as of recently, minor, minor stuff. You know, whether it's a chest cold this this and that uh you know earlier this year i had covid where i was really sick when you're sick i swear i don't i don't think about my house size i don't think about how many cars i have i don't think what watch or how much my, you don't think about it. none of it matters the only thing that matters is getting back out of that bed and being healthy and being with my kids and now that i'm fortunate and, and and thankful enough to be like we all are or most of us you know healthy um yeah, it's my biggest blessing is just being healthy. Uh, my kids being healthy, man. You know what I mean? Just living life, getting up every day and like just going and doing stuff. I, I try to find beauty and even the things I don't want to do because I'm just like, man, you know what? I'm here right now and I will never get this back. This moment that we're having right now, we'll never get it back. We're about to leave here. This pod is going to wrap up and you're going to go on without your day and your night, man. And when you're not going to get this back. Right. And like we just go through the motions as human beings. That's what I'm, I, 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 I'm most thankful for my health. And I'm trying to, if we're going to even be, this is early, but we'll talk about this later, the New Year's resolution. I'm not really big into them, but if I do have one, I would like to be more in the moment and appreciate every moment more. It doesn't matter if I live 90 to 100 years old. I want to fucking start prioritizing, appreciating moments, man, no matter how small they are. Uh, So that's what I'm most grateful for. What about you?
0: Uh, I want to talk about what you just said. I used to do this thing where I, like, Missed what two years? I'm really nostalgic, so I'd always miss like two years ago. Man, life was good, blah, blah blah. And then two years from that moment, I would like that moment, but I wasn't thinking about that moment at the time. Wow. I was thinking about the two years before, so mm. that kind of reminded me of it. It's living in the moment for sure, but I'm thankful for healthy uh friends and family and thankful for their, you know, love for me. So stuff like that, man. Yeah, that's what I go to. So it's a very wholesome pod.
1: Yeah. We we went there. It's usually all fun and games. I think games the reruns gonna jokes. be on
0: like uh, Oxygen or like Hallmark or something. I don't know. I don't know when they're gonna play this.
1: Jesus, this um, we
0: gotta get back to like talking shit. This is. This is I know shit. we're
1: usually on here joking around, having fun, talking basketball. But you know what? We need a little bit of this every once in a while. And it's, it's t-
0: Thanksgiving is the holidays.
1: It is. It's a good time to be thankful. Good time to to think about things in uh, in retrospect. So, uh, yeah,
0: good place to end.
1: I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Please be safe out there. We will check in with you next week.
0: Also, we're on our new feed. Please rate five stars. Like, follow, do what you need to do. Check us out. And uh, we appreciate it. Subscribe, subscribe,
1: subscribe. Like, like, like. Love y'all. Be safe.